0: you found it. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hi, everyone. I hope this finds each of you so very, very well. I'm speaking to you from my studio in West Orange, New Jersey. Delighted to have this opportunity to interview author, intuitive medium, and conscious creator Shelley Wilson, who is passionate about helping people wake up to their greatness. Shelly will be speaking to us from Vanita, Oklahoma. Did I get that right, Shelly? Yes, you did. did. (laughs) Shelly has a Bachelor of Science in Business with a minor in Psychology. In 2010, she decided to make the conscious choice to stop existing and to start living, which brought about a transformation in her own life. Now, she actively supports others as they navigate their own journey into consciousness to experience aliveness. Her four books titled 28 Days to a New You, Connect to the You Within, Journey into Consciousness, and her latest Embracing the Magic Within are available in paperback and ebook. I'm eager to ask Shelley about the universe's signs and synchronicities, physical and emotional healing, life coaching, mediumship, her uplifting choice to empower rather than to disempower people, and much more for what is surely going to be a magical interview for all of us.
1: Hey, Shelly, welcome to the Grief and Rebirth podcast. Yes, thank you so much. I'm so excited to share a conscious conversation with you today.
0: Oh, I and I know I you're just so lovely. And I just know all of our all of our audience is going to totally enjoy this and totally love you. So let me begin with this question. What was your life like prior to 2010 when you began to transform? Who was Charlie Wilson before 2010?
1: Yes, well, I definitely recognize that um, I was existing. That's what it felt like anyway. And I realized there had to be something more than the life that I was living. And I began asking those questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Is this all there is? And that began that proverbial aha moment. I've always known things. I've always been sensitive to energies, but I didn't necessarily have people to talk to Irene. And that's also uh, when I discovered uh, Lisa Williams, who is a well-known psychic medium Mm -hmm. and began developing. I took one of her classes and then a couple more and began studying with some other well-known mediums and just allowed myself to shift shall we say, and step into this path fully. And I will tell you, I would not want to go back and just exist any longer. Were you in the professional world, Shelley? Were you like, and that's the most job? Yes, pretty much nuts and bolts. And uh, the last professional job that I had, which I have a degree in business. And so I was doing uh, a lot of business stuff, and it just wasn't satisfying. So I realized there had to be some changes. And I've always wanted to help people. I I felt like I would be a teacher, but I knew it wouldn't be in the traditional sense of teaching children, shall we say. Um, But it has, you know, opened up to so much more than that.
0: And you certainly are, everyone, when you uh, hear this interview, you, Shelley is definitely a wonderful teacher. So tell us what happened in 2010 that motivated you to make the conscious choice to stop existing and to start living. And what did you do to bring this? So you started to say to bring the transformation. You started working with Lisa Williams and, and to bring rebirth into your own life. So what else went on for you at that yes. time?
1: Well, it, it was actually even a couple years before that, I had a reading with someone and she ended up becoming my Reiki master. So that began opening up those healing abilities, which I'd always been channeling energy. I actually um, have had essential tremors since I was uh, very young and I still have it. And I realize that's part of that sensitivity. But what happened too is I decided to go back and, and finish my degree because I just completed the associate's degree originally and always regretted not continuing. And so I went back to school and, and it was easier just to get that business degree, but I also was very fascinated with psychology, so I ended up getting a minor in psychology and it was during that spring semester, one of my last classes was titled On Death and Dying. And of course, that, and I'm getting chills as I'm saying that, you know, we, we know what the foundation is. We know what the bookwork is, but then you have to have that real life experience. And, you know, Lisa Williams came into my awareness at that time. I began being more fascinated with mediumship and life after life and so on. And so I know that that was a stepping stone once again, to prepare me for what I'm doing now. Wow.
0: And tell me, because you talk about this in your book. And so let's share this with our listeners. What is the spiritual difference between a person being awake or asleep? Because it feels like you were asleep. Kind of asleep, right? <laughs> yeah, you yes. kind of woke up. So what does that feel like? What is the difference? And I think many people on our planet
1: today, especially those in our audience, are starting to become awake. Yes, yes. And when I say those words, they're spoken very lovingly. So they're not meant to be at any time. No, not meant to be any type of negative connotation. But what we do when we start asking those questions I already mentioned, who am I, why am I here, and so on, we begin tuning into more. So, of course, as humans, we have our five senses, but when we begin paying attention, taking notes of signs and synchronicities and the sensations we feel and so on, we're able to then become more aware, which then wakes us up. And once we're awake, we can't go back to sleep. There is no other way, shall we say. And it is just having more awareness and even being more uh, compassionate and having empathy. You know, many of us are that way already, but sometimes that wake up helps us to tune in even more to those around us. I can really relate to that because
0: before the um, spiritual awakening that happened to me, I thought I was a kind and compassionate person, and all of that. But after my awake, my spiritual awakening, I I saw people and related to people on a whole different level because I knew there was so much more yes. to what was uh, underneath the surface. Um, you state that each of us can consciously create the reality we desire why is making heart-centered, conscious, and empowered choices essential for our physical health and mental, emotional well-being?
1: Yes. Well, I believe, Irene, that there are two vibrations, truly, that really exist. The fear, or heavier, lower vibrational energies, and then the love. That is heart-centered consciousness. And we know... Uh, We're very human. So many times we can go through those motions of being human and feel very frustrated and disappointed and unsatisfied and so on. Or we can say, well, there's an opportunity to learn in everything we experience. This is happening for me, not to me. And so when we begin walking in light and walking in love and being able to recognize that everything is a learning opportunity, it really will propel us forward from my perspective. It's a certainly a better way to look at life. It gets you off the peapot. pot. <laughs> you know exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. help people wake up to their greatness through mediumship set you do so much Shelly. you help people wake up to their greatness through mediumship sessions intuitive sessions life coaching reiki healing sessions classes and workshops what would you like to share with us about each of these offerings and do you do them from afar
1: Yes, yes, I do. I um, am located in Oklahoma, as we've already shared, but I also can work with clients via Zoom and also via phone. And so I love connecting people to their loved ones in spirit, but I also love assisting them with helping them to tune in for themselves, because we really all can connect to those in spirit. And that's what a mediumship session would be. Also doing intuitive or clarity sessions. I don't really care for the word psychic, even though I know it means of the soul. There's just a connotation associated with that. But I want to provide you clarity on your journey. Now, all of the answers we seek are already within us, but sometimes we just need a little support so that we know that we feel good about the decision that we're making. And that's also where the coaching comes into play too, because I really want to help you live the best life possible, you know, finding joy within those challenges and just knowing that inspiration is always flowing to us and through us. And we get to choose our outlook always. And then Reiki, of course, is a healing modality. And this is something too that can be done at a distance. That's fantastic. So if someone is having a problem in your life,
0: Shelly, it, and it's it, like, you could really coach them through that to look at it in a different way.
1: Yes. And that's really what we're doing because once again, we're looking through the lens of our humanness. And sometimes if we're challenged, that lens is clouded with fear and worry and doubt and And this is where we wanna transcend that and really once again, come back to a place of love and say, well, what am I learning here? But also we can all become conscious creators. We just have to tune in to our own energy emission with our thoughts and words and actions. And we have to tune in to what we want. What do we wanna create? And I tell people, Irene, let's create with a feeling. Sometimes we don't necessarily know exactly the specifics and that's really a good thing so let's go with how do we want to feel and allow the universe to work its magic on our behalf oh wow that's cool so i want to ask you one other question when you give
0: mediumship sessions you said something about you help people to do it for themselves or yes what does that look like because most people you know they give you your messages
1: but yes you you have an extra dimension to that so you of course but tell us what shelly does Yeah, so I definitely want to connect with your loved ones for you, but I want to remind you, you don't need a medium. The main thing you want to do is begin tuning in because our loved ones who have transitioned, they no longer have that physical body. So their energy and we know energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transformed. So we have to tune in to the subtleties. Our loved ones are with us. They'll blend with us. We've got to take note of the sensations. There are also always dropping in and so what we have to do irene is tune in to the images and the memories that come into our mind because that's really them they also communicate with the signs the number sequences the coins found in unexpected places also the animal messengers such as the cardinal and the hummingbird and a butterfly and a dragonfly and so on
0: that's really cool because my next question was, how do our loved ones speak to us through sign symbols and synchronicities? So you help people to recognize yes. how their loved ones are communicating with them.
1: Absolutely. And, and the main thing is to trust it because once again, our human mind wants to analyze. We want to overcomplicate the message and we want to really make sure it's them. And this is where we have to be the receiver. We have to trust and we can have dialogue with them, but a lot of it is mind to mind, soul to soul. So we have to learn how that communication process works. So if a person is sitting, reading a book or something, and they suddenly feel a vibration in their chest or whatever, that could be a loved one trying to say hello? (laughs) Yes, exactly. And it could also be our guides and our angels. So I like to use the term spirit as that collective, but many times we're going to just know when it's a certain loved one as well.
0: Wow. Cool. And tell us about what prompted you to write your, la- your latest book, Embracing the Magic Within, which everyone I read and it's wonderful.
1: And would you tell us what the message of the dragonfly is? Yes, yes. So um, Embracing the Magic Within is a compilation of personal stories, words of wisdom. There are actually no chapters in the book. As you notice, there are sections. And so you can read it front to back, but you can also read it as a type of oracle. So you can open the book, uh, say, what do I need to know at this time? And just open it randomly. And there's your message. And the dragonfly is Which one of the... By games- the way, everyone,
0: Shelly has dragonflies every-
1: everywhere. Yes. <laughs> about the yes. And I have a wonderful story to share quickly too, Irene, no, but the dragonfly do. means time to shine. And so it's one of those messages when we see it, you know, and, and what I love about them too is, you know, they will come close to us. And then, so the quick story is I was um, out picking blackberries because we have lots of blackberry bushes and I heard something fluttering in our greenhouse and I wasn't quite sure if it was a branch or what. So I stepped inside of it. And there was a dragonfly and I could tell that it was a bit exhausted because it had probably been trying to get out. So I reached up there and pulled it down and then brought it and placed it on a sunflower to let it rest. And of course, you know, it was just relaxed at that point. And then I touched it again and it flew off. And so even just knowing that, you know, I was at the perfect place at the perfect time to assist this being. And, you know, that's what we want to trust too. So when we're tuning in and saying, well, what is that, you know, and and then going and taking a peek and, and saying, ah, here I go, I can help it. And what we want to remember with that is, is no action is too small, that everything creates a ripple.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. And how can each of us connect with our inner light? And how is each of us in control of that light? Even though, and this is big, and I'm sure everyone here has experienced this, even though others may encourage us to dim our light and play small. So Shelly, educate us about that. Why should everyone let it go,
1: be there all that they can be? Yes, I was taking a big, deep breath as you were saying that, Irene, And, and the thing is, is I don't feel like people are always conscious that they do that or conscious that they're allowing it. And what I mean by that is sometimes we feel like we know what's best for someone else because we've been there and walked those shoes or we feel like we have, or sometimes there's other energies coming into play, like we don't want someone to um, be powerful or be strong. And what I mean by that is, of course, feeling empowered, confident, courageous, and so on. But we all have that light within us, and the more that we recognize that we are divine, beautiful, miraculous beings, and it is up to us to glow, shall we say? Um, you know, once again, it's going to create that ripple. And any time words that may be spoken. To us, and this can even be words that we say about ourselves. You know, the I am is a very powerful statement, and that's why we want to become aware of our self-talk. That's part of our energy mission. So the more that we once again see ourselves as amazing beings, and the more that we shine our light, the more it's going to help others to do the same as well. And what's a good reason, and I love
0: that, Shelly, and what's a good response to people who are poo-pooing what you're doing? And, you know, maybe they're a little jealous or maybe they're a little intimidated or maybe or whatever the dynamic is. Yes. What is a good response to that? Or how can a person process it within to transform that and not pay
1: attention to that and just go ahead and be who you are? Yeah, well, the first thing that's coming in, Irene, is sometimes people are fearful of what they don't understand. And, you know, whether it's how someone is or the choices they make or so on, people will tend to just automatically go to that fear energy instead of saying, this has to be good, this has to be wonderful. And so the main thing is to don't take it personally. That's one of the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And just know that what someone is feeling or expressing you don't have to own that as truth for yourself. And I tell people just be the observer as often as you can be the observer, but don't get caught up in the energy drains. Don't get caught up in the negativity. Just have the awareness of it.
0: They're entitled to their feelings, but you don't have to live their feelings, right? Yes,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) So You've got some inspiring stories about life, living the transition process and embracing the magic within.
1: What would you like to tell us? Well, I want to share first of all, I had the pleasure of going to Lilydale, New York. Oh, last exactly. week, oh, And this was actually my sixth or seventh visit. I've I've been blessed to teach there during several seasons. And I always love being in that space. And Lilydale is a spiritualist community in western New York. It's an hour outside of Buffalo. And it was featured in the uh documentary documentary on HBO, No One Dies in Lilydale. So there's got the largest concentration of mediums there. And so what I find is just, you know, a lot of people gravitate to that community for healing. And I know just being there myself, um, once again, just being a presence, uh, whether someone's taking a class or needing someone to connect with their loved ones, I just know that once again, having the understanding of Spirit communication and life after life is really important. And I did get to rendezvous with the fairies again. Um, And for those that that. may. Please tell us about that. Yes, I've always believed Irene, but I never actually experienced them until it was 2018. And I was asked to join a group into the woods. And this was a well known spirit photographer and a well known musician and other people. And, And at first I hesitated because I thought, oh, oh, no, I don't want to intrude. And then I had to quickly stop that because I was invited. So why not go and experience this? And since that time, I absolutely look forward to it. And they do really look like Tinkerbell. And it's very conscious energy. I will tell you, if anyone doesn't believe, they probably won't show themselves to you. So I definitely feel like there's some trust, but a lot of it is just opening yourself up to the magic that is there, and it is amazing. Each night I was there, Irene, I took people out to experience it, and and in my mind I was laughing because I thought I'm doing fairy tours at Lilydale, and it was amazing experiencing it for myself, but it was even more magical watching the people experience it as well. Now that's fabulous, so tell us about these, uh, do fairies
0: have a purpose? Do they transmit messages? They do. Are they, have they ever been on this earth plane or they're just a totally different entity?
1: What's well, i i feel like they're interdimensional elemental energies and so i i do believe they're very conscious because one thing that was important is one of the gentlemen there was analyzing and he said you know they're they're very different than lightning bugs and i said i agree and they said they don't come close well as soon as he said that they did they got right close to us and began blinking and i said you know what i th- I think they were having fun with us, too, because I feel like they get close, but may not necessarily have their lights on. You know, they're checking us out, but I could feel the vibration just holding my hands up, connecting to it. And the message that they gave me the first time I encountered them literally was, you know, the moment of me experiencing the awe and wonderment, very childlike innocence. They're saying this moment, remember it, just knowing that you can always connect to it, that inner child that play helps us and and will help to lighten our days and brighten our days too oh that's wonderful so
0: shelly life is filled with challenges can we always have control of how we choose to perceive and respond to an experience and is it okay to always choose happiness when we can i mean someone's going to say shelly you have no idea the drama and stuff that's going on in my life and all these other people are negative and they're making me crazy can
1: I control anything and respond in a different way? Really? Yes. Well, I will tell you, there's many things we cannot control. And I like to remind people what we do have control of, which is our thoughts and words and actions and emotions, our perception and how we respond. And, you know, we don't have to be happy all the time, of course. Course, but if we can see the silver lining and see the blessing within a challenging situation and rise above it to the best of our ability, it's really important. And with that, I'll share just briefly. I was challenged uh, on the flight back from Buffalo to Tulsa a week ago. It was actually the second, July second, and uh, made it from. Uh, Buffalo to Dallas, but we couldn't land because of the storms. And so we were in a holding pattern for a really long time, so long that we then had to go to Houston to refuel and then get back and and come back again. And so we were in the air and, and taking that flight so long that I could have flown to Maui. To put it in perspective. Then I had to, you know, get off the plane and there were hundreds, if not thousands of other people going through similar situations. It wasn't just our plane and had to get another flight. But I will tell you, holding space, being present, being grateful for those that were doing what they could was such a different experience than those that were very upset and frustrating. And it was exhausting and we were hungry and thirsty and so on, but we were still, you know, alive and we were still going to make it to our destination albeit delayed and so what we have to remember definitely and and getting off the plane my first mission was to get a flight back to Tulsa and so I could get home and the customer service line was even longer than I could Uh. even see and I knew my solution wasn't there so another lady had uh, commented before we got off the plane wondering if the people that were in our row if we knew each other and I said no we just met and she goes I will tell you Your conversation kept me calm. And so just that acknowledgement was important. And and she's looking at me, what do we do at this point? And I said, that line is not our solution. Let's call. She happened to get in first because we were both calling. And I looked at her, Irene, and I said, ask the person if they'll help me too. And so when she wrapped up, she handed the phone to me. I got rebooked. I thanked her. We parted ways. And it was a smooth Um, ending, shall we say. And and what we want to remember is we can be all upset and frazzled and frustrated or we can be calm and breathe and focus on that peace within. And once again, solutions will be there. We can respond rather than react.
0: That's beautiful and so wise. So here's another piece of your wisdom we'd like to hear.
1: What is conscious parenting, Shelley Wilson? Yes, because so conscious about conscious parenting. Yes, conscious parenting. I know some people uh, may think that that's a new term. I know that it's been around for a while, but just like being conscious, being aware and awake, this means that you're tuning in to what you're doing, tuning into your children or fur babies, because we can conscious parent our fur babies as well. And the main thing is knowing that one size does not fit all, but I know that being present, for our children, being present for our family, you know, having honest, open communication is really essential. And what I find definitely, and this is what I encourage my own children to do, is to have opinions, to communicate that there are you know, to ask questions that there is not a wrong question or a wrong answer that we're always learning. And so the more that we cultivate that uh, within our children, it's actually going to help us to grow also. And not only that, you're
0: being so conscious that your children are growing up knowing that you hear them. You're not ignoring them. You're paying attention to, um, I'm relating because I have three little grandchildren and it's, it's so similar to that. And you have, there's a healing grid. You
1: create to help a pet, so you also do pet healing, and can you do this from a distance? Yes, I do it distantly, and so Reiki is also beneficial to our fur babies, and so what I'll do is just create a grid um, where that Reiki can be sent um, distantly, periodically, and just have your animal's uh, picture or their name and location and create some crystals uh, grid around that. Wow. So everyone, if your pet is in trouble, you know
0: who to to contact now. And to contact you, what are the best ways for people to connect with you? Shelly, and do you have a special offer for those in our v 4 rebirth
1: audience listening and watching this? Yes, so my website is shellyrwilson.com. You've got to make sure and put that R in there. You'll get another Shelly that is not me. And you can also find me on Instagram at intuitivemediumshelly and also on Facebook, at Intuitive Medium Shelley, And on Facebook, I also have pages for my books, Journey into Consciousness and Embracing the Magic Within. And yes, for the offer, you can go and book and just use um, Irene is going to be the code and um, you'll get 10% off a service. Oh, wonderful. And for everyone who's writing
0: this down, it's S-H-E-L-L-Y not there because some people spell shelly differently also yes so it's s-h-e-l-l-y-r wilson okay and um also in embracing the magic within you state time for you to clear the yuck so you can get to some more yum what (laughs) is the message about the importance of embracing the magic so that we can heal
1: Yes, well, even saying the words doesn't one taste better, sound better, yeah. feel better? It really does. <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, I, I'm a lover of food, as many people are, and we know just what's yucky. And so we take that, even translating that into our life, energy that doesn't feel good. And this may be energy that is around us, not necessarily within us, but we want to tune in more once again to those things that bring us joy, that light us up, that feel good. Because once again, I feel like we're here to have a human life experience. We're here to live life. And sometimes that light. Does involve challenges, but if we can see that every day is a new day, that's what's really important,
0: and they're learning lessons the challenges, right?
1: Yes, and Shelly Wilson, what Shelly R. Wilson, what is your tip for finding joy in life? And I'm getting chills as I'm about to say that you know, definitely it is embracing the magic within, it is doing things that you love, and knowing that once again, we're the ripple. And so even though life can bring us challenges, things can be hard, loved ones transition before we want them to, they live vicariously through us and they want us to be joyful. They want us to find that joy again, even though it may be challenging to do so, we wanna be where we're at, honor our emotions always. And that's a mouthful
0: you just said. Our loved ones, live; they are living vicariously through us. Yes, absolutely. So they have their casts
1: on the other side also, though, right? They do. they're also very much with us. They're very much with us. Not 24-7, but, you know, they like to check in. And what we want to remember, the other side doesn't have the linear aspect of time. We do, of course. So what may seem like a very long time, a very short time, over there, they don't have that concept and they have their positions and, and uh, roles and tasks that they do. But they also have lots of free time, uh, leisure time, because when I make connections, you know, many times they'll just show me relaxing. You know, they worked so hard here in life. And, and this is a type of retirement, so to speak, or just getting to do those things that they've always loved to do. That's very cool. That's great.
0: Thank you, Shelley. I just love this quote from your inspiring and empowering book, Embracing the Magic Within. Make the choice to love yourself for who you are completely and fully. Choose to amend your perception of any unpleasant memories and view them as opportunities for learning and growth. By assisting people to embrace the magic within and live an inspired life, you bring understanding, you help people to heal from the past and realize their full potential. Thank you, Shelly. On behalf of our grief and rebirth audience for this enlightening interview that encourages us to embrace our own magic within so that we can experience the expression of our true selves, helping each of us to shine. And here's a reminder, everyone, that you can see the show notes and all grief and rebirth podcast episodes on ireneweinberg.com and make sure to follow us and like us on social at, at irene s weinberg on instagram facebook twitter and youtube as i like to say to be continued many blessings and bye for now